Today on Bold Steps with Mark Job, encountering Jesus always changes us. When you get up close to the face of Jesus and you have an agony of your soul, you don't see a scour on his face. You don't see a look of despising on his face. You don't see a look of condemnation on his face that says, don't touch me, woman. Get away from me. You're unclean. Oh, you don't see that in the face of Jesus. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Mark is senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago and president of Moody Bible Institute. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Did you know that in addition to hearing us on your local station, you can also access this program online or through the Moody Radio mobile app? Just a few of the ways we're making it easy for you to listen to this daily program. To learn more or to catch up on any of Mark's previous messages you may have missed, be sure to visit our website, boldstepsradio.org. Well, now, as we move forward into our brand new study called Jesus Up Close, we'll be looking at the story of a woman who experienced incredible private pain, but whose life was changed after an encounter with Jesus. This message is called Our Private Pain, and here's Mark Job. The second thing I want you to know, and I'm talking about Jesus up close and personal, is that our faith for change starts by hearing truth but is maintained by thinking truth and taking action. Look at what it says in verse 27. When she heard about Jesus. You see, up until then, Jesus had, well, been this some guy out there that she heard rumors about. And I don't know when the first time she heard about Jesus, but I'm sure that it was in the context of some conversation while she was shopping or, or some conversation of a relative that, that said something. And maybe she heard a converse, uh, overheard a conversation of people talking and they said, have you heard about this Jesus? And where is he at? Well, he doesn't live in a certain house or address. He travels around. Well, do you know where he's at right now? Well, they say that he's in this village over. Well, I want to go there. When she heard about Jesus, there's something inside of her that kindled with faith. You see, the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Some of you have heard about Jesus And you've known about Jesus all of your life because you were raised in an environment where maybe there was a crucifix on the wall of your bedroom. Or maybe there was a a Bible in your house and you've heard about Jesus, but you've never gotten up close and personal with Jesus. He's a distant figure. A bowed down head on a bloody cross. A suffering savior, but never someone that you've looked into his eyes, never someone that you feel could touch me and I could touch him, never someone that you feel like I could talk to because he's been that Jesus over there, not that Jesus right here. When she heard of Jesus, she thought to herself, If I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Now, who told her that? 
Well, I'm not sure anybody told her that. I think she envisioned it. She thought to herself, if I can get close enough to him to touch him. Now, I know I'm unclean, and if he's a rabbi, a teacher, if I touch him, he will be unclean. So he probably doesn't want my dirtiness to touch his purity. If I even come close to him, and if he even touched me, I'm sure he would say, unclean woman, get away from me. But if I could just touch him, maybe, maybe he could heal me. The Bible says that she came up behind him in the crowd. In her mind, she has an image. If I touch him, if I can just touch him, if I can just reach out and touch the hem of his garment, then maybe there would be power that would flow in my life to heal me. I love that in Matthew chapter 9, verse 21, another account of her story, it says, she said to herself. In fact, the verb tense implies that she said this over and over to herself. It's in the ongoing verb form, not a one-time action, but a repeated action. I don't know. Do you ever talk to yourself? Come on, be honest now. I was driving in a car with someone recently. The whole time he was talking to himself, okay, move out of the way here. All right, this is going to be, let's see. Let me see. I'm not sure really where I'm going here. And I think the stop line over, oh, that guy's really driving fast. And he just the whole time. The whole time talking to himself. And then he kind of caught himself. He said, oh, by the way, I talked to myself. I said, I kind of noticed. I think we all talk to ourselves. And you may not talk out loud to yourself. You may not say, self. But you have this ongoing conversation in your head. These words. You're talking to yourself. Come on, you can do it. Wow, this is a bad day. I can't stand that person. Whatever it may be. <laughs> this woman is talking to herself. She said to herself, she said over and over to herself, a repeated conversation, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just reach in there and do it, if I can do it, where did that come from, that desire to do that? It came from hearing. See, when you're exposed to the message of Jesus and hearing about Jesus, they didn't have the word of God in the New Testament sense. They had the Old Testament scripture. But if, as you begin to hear about Jesus, it begins to build faith in your heart. Faith cometh by hearing. And there's something about faith that creates an expectation. Something about faith that creates this sense of expectation, that I trust God, if I could just get through, something will happen. This woman was telling herself over and over, faith comes by hearing, but listen to me, faith comes by hearing, but it's maintained by your thinking. She said to herself, she heard about Jesus, and then she began to her, tell herself, if I can just reach through and touch the hem of his garment. Augustine, who was one of the church fathers long ago, said this. He says, flesh presses, faith touches. He can always distinguish between the jostle of the curious mob and the agonized touch of the needy soul. 
Let me tell you, there's something here, and I, I don't know everybody's story here today, but there are some of you that have come with deep-seated need in your heart and faith that says, God, I need you. There's a difference between just I show up and it's all right, my friends are here, it's kind of cool, I had a good day, and, and, and the agonized searching of the soul that says, I need God. There's some of you here that say, Pastor, if you just saw my soul, I am agonizing for God. Well, I don't try to show it on my face because if I came the way my soul feels, I'd be weeping and crying and agonizing. I'm desperate inside of my soul. Oh, I, I can put on a smile and I still put my makeup on to come to church and I still dress up, but my soul is in agony for God. I need, I need the touch of God. Now, I know some of you are here that way. Some of you desperately need the touch of God. And there's something about that that is attractive to the Savior. There's something about that that he doesn't push you away and say, don't get near me. You have issues or you're dirty or you make me unclean or you're broken. No, no, that's not what Jesus looks like up close. When you get up close to the face of Jesus and you have an agony of your soul, you don't see a scour on his face. You don't see a look of despising on his face. You don't see a look of condemnation on his face that says, don't touch me, woman. Get away from me. You're unclean. Oh, you don't see that in the face of Jesus. This is Bold Steps, and today's message from Mark Job comes from the book of Mark chapter 5, and we'll get right back to it. But first, let me invite you to visit our website at boldstepsradio.org. We have so many new features. There are ministry opportunities there and special resources that we want you to check out, including Mark's weekly email devotional. Mark, you call it the Bold Stepper Weekly. Yeah, the Bold Stepper Weekly. If you haven't signed up, then you need to do that today. It's just our way of saying thank you, inspiring you. There's a devotional thought. And again, it's free. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to bombard you with a bunch of emails. It's once a week, (laughs) Monday morning. And uh, we give you ministry updates, but devotionals. For example, just a few weeks ago, I talked about being in Seattle at the Day of Prayer for World Vision. What an amazing event that was. They have 45,000 staff around the world, and about 1,000 of them were there. Just an incredible time. So we keep you up to date on what God is doing, and we would love for you to sign up for our Bold Stepper Weekly. Yeah, you can read it at our website, boldstepsradio.org, but it's so fun to get it in the Monday morning email. Finally, a productive email on Monday morning. Thank you for doing that, Mark. And later, I'll tell you about our Bold Step gift, which is being offered right now. We'll do that after the message. Hey, by the way, let me throw this in, Mark. We are so encouraged by all the letters we're receiving recently from inmates in prison. Yeah, I'm so excited about that because God has opened up some unique doors for bold steps to get into prisons, including some death row prisons. And we have just been receiving some just great handwritten notes from inmates. And I want to say, if you're listening right now and you're one of those, hey, we pray for you. Uh, We believe that your life is on pause right now, but but there's a purpose and a plan that God has for you. So thank you for those letters of encouragement. 
And again, I would encourage our listeners to continue to pray for what God is doing in prisons across America. Yeah, it's very exciting. Thank you, Mark. All right, let's get back to your message now so we can hear the last point of releasing life-changing power when we need it the most. The message, Our Private Pain. The Bible says that this woman pressed through and took action. You see, first of all, she heard of Jesus. Then she talked to herself about if she could just touch him. And then she took action. You see, if you believe enough, it'll get inside of your heart. And then if you believe enough, you'll take action about your faith. There's no such thing with, about faith without action. True faith always leads to action. If your faith is not strong enough to lead to action, then your faith is not strong enough. Don't tell me you believe in Jesus and your life doesn't change. There is no such thing as an encounter with God full of action that does not change us. If I believe, it changes me. If I believe, I take action, obedience. I take steps forward. I'm not sedentary. I'm not passive. Faith is not a passive thing. Faith leads to action. It is an action verb. It makes us take steps forward. It makes us do things that we would not do without faith. It press through the crowd that we would not normally press through. Faith leads us forward. The third thing I want you to see is this. When our hand of faith touches the presence of God, it releases life-changing power where we need it most. The Bible says that this woman, she pressed through the crowd. I'm sure she, when she got close enough, she was behind Jesus so she could not see his face. All she saw was the back of Jesus. She knew it was Jesus because, well, people were pressing up against him. She pressed a little bit harder, bent to the ground. Maybe she fell, I don't know, but she managed to reach and touch the tassel of his garment. Just touch it. Just for a moment. Not long, she didn't grab, she didn't hang, she didn't tug, she just touched it. The moment she touched the tassel of his garment, she felt it. Oh, she couldn't quite explain exactly what she felt, but, but, but she felt it. She couldn't tell you exactly what it was that she felt, but she felt a power, a surge through her body. She felt like something had changed, that something was different. She felt physically that something, spiritually that something in her soul that something was different. She felt the power of God. And the Bible says that she felt and sensed that she was healed. It's interesting. The Bible says that she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. And at once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. Now, this is one of the only places in the Bible that we see this manifest release of power without Jesus himself saying, you're healed or looking. It seems to be that Jesus, that she touches Jesus from behind the tassel of his garment and that Jesus stops and he says, who touched me? 
Now imagine the disciples. They're pushing the crowd off. Get away, hold on, don't grab them. Let the Messiah through. And then Jesus stops and he says to Peter, he says to John, hey, hey, who touched me? It's like, Jesus, who touched you? What do you mean, who touched you? <laughs> We're like in this big crowd. What do you mean, who touched you? I took a trolley bus to downtown Quito a couple days ago. Now I know what a sardine feels like. <laughs> I mean, I was on this bus. Thank God I'm taller than most people from Quito because I at least had a little bit more oxygen going on there. <laughs> we were packed out when I got in. I'm hanging on there, people beside me, and they stop and open up the door. About 12 more people get on. And I'm like, and I'm like, this is it, I'm sure. Then they stop again and about another 12 people get on. And I'm like, impossible, we can't fit anybody more. I'm seriously, I had someone in my armpit, someone in my stomach, someone. I, I'm like, unbelievable, you, we can't get this more crowd. And it's like me saying to someone that I'm, hey, who touched me? What do you mean who touched you? Everybody's touching you. Jesus stops, he says, who touched me? At once Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. And he turned around to the crowd and he asked, who touched my clothes? His disciples said, you see people crowding up against you and yet you ask who touched me? Oh, no, no, no. See, there's a difference between the touch of faith and just the hustle of bustle of of running into Jesus. You see, Jesus was not talking about just who touched me physically. He was asking, who touched me spiritually? Who touched me in faith? Who touched the hem of my garment that allowed the power of God to release? When people of faith come into the presence of Jesus and you manage to reach through the crowd and touch the presence of God, there is something that is released from the supernatural power of God, from his love and his presence that's released into our body. She did not even ask, oh Jesus, heal me. The power of God knew that it was to heal her. And the moment she touched them, the power of God surged through her body, through the fingers, into the area of bleeding and hemorrhaging. And the power, the healing power of God manifested itself. And the moment she had touched the Savior, she knew, I'm different. You see, the word where Jesus said he realized that power, the word power or virtue in the Greek is dynamin, where we get the words dynamic or dynamite from. Jesus she touched him, and the dynamic power of God surged through her. You know the reason that this woman didn't come up right away and said, I touched you? Because she was ashamed and embarrassed. You see, her private pain did not want to be exposed. She didn't want anybody to know about her issue. She felt unclean. Dirty, broken, incomplete. You may feel like that today. Maybe you're sitting with the crowd right now and you're trying to concentrate and look up at what's happening, but inside you're thinking if people here just knew 
that I'm broken. If they just knew that there's something wrong with me, if they knew my past, if they knew my struggle, if they knew my issues, who knows, maybe they wouldn't sit next to me. The place of deep pain is the place that we most want private. This woman was embarrassed and thought her uncleanness met no one that would touch her. And I think that's why Jesus was so intent on bringing it to the public. She needed to say it to others. She, she needed to acknowledge it was Jesus. Oh, I think that Jesus stopped. It could have ended the story why she touched him and she was healed and she would have gone home and she would have said, hey, that tassel is so powerful. But there would have been an incompleteness. She would have been healed physically but not spiritually because what she really needed was not only the healing power of God, she needed the words of God to speak to her. And when Jesus looked at her, he said, daughter, this woman that no one had touched for 12 years, this woman who felt unclean, this woman who felt dirty in her soul, this woman who felt abandoned and rejected, the Messiah, the Jesus, when she got up close and looked into his eyes, he didn't call her just woman, he didn't call her lady, he didn't call her dirty, he didn't call her unclean, he didn't call her broken, he called her daughter. You see, she needed to know that it was not just about her problem. It was about her relationship with Jesus. He said to her daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. The Bible says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Mark, there are some listening today who need to reach out and touch Jesus through faith. Yeah, Wayne, there's a lot of individuals that are in a lot of pain right now, mm-hmm. undealt with issues scars that you have, trauma that you've experienced. Maybe you're coming out of a painful divorce. Um, Whatever it may be, you can relate to this woman's pain. You're wanting to hide, cover up the pain, but you know that you are grieving and that only a touch from Jesus, only if there's healing can you move on. And so I'd like to pray for you, especially Uh, those of you that are feeling wounded right now, those of you that have a a, a pain in your life, something very severe that you haven't exposed really to very many people, but you know that you need to heal from it. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, especially if there's a woman right now with private pain that knows, Lord Jesus, that she can't move on until she has a touch from you, I pray that she would have such a powerful, deep, intimate encounter with you that she would hear those words, daughter, in a powerful, deep, compassionate way that brings healing to her life, Father. And so I pray in Jesus' name that our pain will drive us to Jesus, not away from Jesus. 
and that in the midst of our pain, we will sense and feel and know the presence of the living God. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mark, thank you for your concern for our listeners. And if you or someone you know would like to take that next step with Jesus, we would love to connect with you. Go to our website and click on My Next Step at boldstepsradio.org. And no matter where you are in your faith journey, the truth is Jesus Christ is inviting each and every one of us to come closer and to know Him better. But going deeper into His presence isn't a one-stop shop. It's a journey, a habit, a lifestyle. And that's why we want to send you a copy of Louis Giglio's book, At the Table with Jesus. Through 66 practical daily devotions, Pastor Louis guides us into the presence of our Savior, offering a truly transformative process that we can begin right now, right where we are. So just in time for the Christmas season, this special devotional is our gift to you when you give a financial gift today to support the ministry of Bold Steps. Call one of our team members at 844-615-7363. Or request a copy of At the Table with Jesus by going online to boldstepsradio.org. And before we close, let me remind you to get each of these daily programs downloaded automatically by subscribing to the Bold Steps podcast. You'll find us on Spotify, Apple, and all the major podcast platforms. You can also find even more sermons from Mark by visiting moodyaudio.com. Feel free to search for a message based on a specific topic, sermon series, or a book in the Bible. Check it out today. That's moodyaudio.com. Finally, for our Spanish-speaking friends, check out Pasos Adathos, a devotional from the heart of Mark Job with you in mind. Go to boldstepsradio.org and look for Pasos Adathos. Well, that's all the time we have today, but sure to join us again tomorrow. Our message is titled, No More Excuses. It's part of our new series about Jesus Up Close. Be listening Tuesday to Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.